guys, what's up? I'm excited. I'm gonna do a really quick model. I've been thinking about this. Uh, and then there's a couple questions in here I'm gonna answer and then we can talk about whatever you guys want. Let me see, let me see. It's not showing me any of you guys on here. Let me make, I'm just gonna double check that this is live and working. Because you guys know. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, I'm here. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna do a really quick model. I was thinking about this. The last couple calls, we've been talking about financial security, the last couple Tuesday calls I've been coaching on, and I was thinking about the model for this and how to teach this and explain it, but I wanna write it out so you guys can see it and we can talk about it really quick and then I will answer these questions. And this will apply like really to anything, but I think a lot of us have stuff come up around financial security and money scarcity and all this stuff okay this is what i was thinking about the circumstance line for this let's just put the c line we're just gonna put uh let's just put the amount of money whatever amount of money you have in your bank account so we'll just put money is the circumstance if you were writing this out you would just put whatever amount of money you have there and then you go to your T line and this would be an interesting model for all of you guys to do. So if you put your amount of money in your bank account, what is your thought about that amount of money? Usually when you guys are getting coached on this, when you guys come to, if you feel good about it, you're not going to bring it to a call, right? So usually when I'm coaching you guys on, on it, almost always the thought is it's not enough or it's not going to be enough or there's not going to be enough, a variation of that. But you can put any thought in here and do a model on it, right? But for this, there's the amount of money in your bank account. And then the thought is, it's not enough. When you guys think the thought it's not enough, how do you feel? What's the feeling? Give me a one word. Think the thought in your brain, it's not enough. Drop into your body. What does it feel in your body? One word, feeling. It's not enough. Um, a lot, like usually when I'm coaching people on this, it's usually overwhelmed, anxious, like a lot of anxiety, scared, fearful, stressed, overwhelmed. It's the overwhelmed uh, family of emotions that usually comes in here from this thought. So we'll just put, um, I'm going to put anxious. You would put your amount of money you have in your bank account, what your thought is about it, how you feel from that thought. So what I was thinking about is people, especially with money, spend a lot of time wanting to change the circumstance line. So they're like, I feel anxious, I do not like it, so I'm gonna go all the way to the top and I'm gonna change this line. This is what I'm saying when I'm talking about you guys changing the C line. You're like, I feel anxious, I don't like it. If I had more money, I wouldn't feel like this. And what people are missing when you guys are doing this, and our brains do this because all of this happens really fast in our brains. This is why it's important to write these models out so you can see it. Because as this is happening, you're like, I feel anxious because I don't have enough money, right? You're like, I feel anxious because of the circumstance. If this, if I could change this, then I could change this feeling. But what your brain forgets is your feeling doesn't come from your circumstance. So the amount of money in your bank account doesn't create feelings. I promise. <laughs> I know you guys think, you're like, if I had more money, I would feel happy. <laughs> Your feeling is created by your thought. So really the reason that you're feeling anxious is this right here. 
this thought, it's not enough. So I just want you guys to be aware, almost always when you guys are trying, when you're like really, when you're feeling really desperate to change something in your life, when you're, and people get this way with money, right? Where it's like, I really need to make this amount of money. I really need this specific thing. You're almost always doing a version of this where you're like, I don't like what's happening in my feeling line. I don't like my F line. I'm going to change my circumstance to, so I can change my thought so I can feel different. But then what happens, this is the whole thing, right? What happens is you guys will change the circumstance line and because you've been thinking this for a long time and you've trained your brain to think it's not enough over and over again. You've been thinking it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. And your brain is like, let's look for all the ways it's not enough. So I can prove you right. Here's some evidence and here's some evidence and here's some evidence. You've basically programmed that into your neural pathways where and your brain will keep doing that pattern. Even when you change this, that's why this is important. Do you guys see that? So if I have been spending the last year and a half building my business thinking it's not enough, it's not enough, I need to be made more money, I feel anxious, I don't like this, and you gotta change that C line so I can stop feeling anxious, it's not enough, it's not enough. You can change the C line, right? I could start making more money and I could still keep this thought. This literally fucking happened to me and that's, this is, you know, why I think this is important to talk about and I think not enough people talk about this, but it's like, I felt when I started making $10,000 a month that I would change the C line, it would be $10,000 a month. And I thought my thought would change. I was like, if I could make $10,000 a month, I would think a different thought and I would feel different, but that's not what happened. <laughs> I, I changed my C line, right? I just added more money into this circumstance. And then I kept thinking it's not enough. We got to do 20 K. And then I kept feeling anxious because what I didn't understand was the anxiety wasn't from the money. It wasn't from the amount of money in the bank account. It was from my thought. It's not enough. And I never did the work to change the thought. All I did was do the work to try to change the C line so I could feel different. So I just wanted to write this out so you guys can see this, the feeling Usually when you guys are like, we got to change the circumstance. I need more money. I need husbands to say different words. I need my family to support me. I need people to act a certain way. I need, I need my circumstance line to be different. It's usually because you don't like your F line and you're trying to change your F line by changing this. Does this make sense to you guys? But you can change the best way to change your F line. I promise you is by changing your thought because what will happen to you is the same thing that happened to me. And it's for any circumstance. You will finally get the circumstance you want, the amount of money you want, whatever the situation is you want, you'll finally get it. And this thought will, will still be the same because you never did the work to change your belief. You never did the work to look for evidence about how it is enough and where do you have enough and what do you have? You never did that work to train your brain to do that. So when you change your circumstance, your brain is going to keep thinking in the same patterns and then you will feel the same. And this is where people get in that cycle of just like always going after goal after goal after goal after goal and never feeling good. It's because they're doing a version of this. Does this make sense to you guys? What if the F line just feels so real? Like it really isn't enough bridge thoughts. Yeah. So the F line is your feelings. So it really isn't enough is your thought. When you think it really isn't enough, what is your one word feeling? You're trying to put it really isn't enough in your C line. 
So it would go like this, Rosara. It would be however much money you have. Your thought is it really isn't enough. Your feeling is what? This still isn't useful. Here, I'll show you why this isn't useful. So when you guys feel anxious, Rosara, when you think that, how do you feel? When you feel anxious, what do you do? Usually when people feel stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, when we're in that family of feelings, usually people do nothing because <laughs> our brains shut down. It's just how we do as human beings. Not because we're bad people, not because something's wrong with you, not because you're lazy, because you have a human brain. And when we feel overwhelmed, we tend to go to nothing. We either go into flight or flight and panic and freak out and make a bunch of dumb decisions, or we do nothing. It's usually one of those two extremes. Yeah, mint tea. Yeah, I got you. So we feel anxious. Usually when we feel anxious, we like avoid the work we're supposed to do. We get avoidant. What else do you guys do when you're anxious? I overeat. Some people overshop, right? Again, trying to change that F line, right? I oversleep. Some people, when they're anxious, don't sleep enough. I eat really junky food. And then when we're doing those actions, what result does that end up creating? So I, this is what happens, Rosaro, if you stay in this model. There's not enough money. You're thinking, it is for sure not enough. That is a fact, right? That's just your thought. But you think it's a fact. You're like, no, no, no. I have a lot of evidence. I have bills and money that doesn't match up and it's not enough, right? Your thought is it's not enough. You feel anxious. When you feel anxious, what are you doing? right? You're probably avoiding work, feeling overwhelmed, overeating, doing all that stuff. And then the result is you create more of this. Your income isn't growing. So then your income isn't growing and your brain is going to take this R line and use it to support your T line. That's why this stuff matters, right? Because whatever is in your T line, your brain is going to try and create in your physical reality so you have more evidence to prove yourself right. Do you guys see how this happens? And then you're like, no, 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 no. This for sure is true. It's for sure true. It's like, I keep creating less money. Look at all the evidence I'm creating. <laughs> Procrastinate. Yeah, that's a good one. Avoid, overeat, bad talk to myself. Right, so Rosara, when you're avoiding overeating and bad talking to yourself, what result does that create for you? It creates more of this. It creates more evidence for your thought that I don't have enough money. I know this is like hard to like wrap your brain around, but just spend some time thinking about it. Does that make sense? I know the true thought of I don't have enough money to buy food, get our own place, etc., isn't helpful, but I don't know how to shift it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. Thoughts aren't true or not true, you guys. They're just thoughts. You guys don't need to worry about like, you're like, I know it's true. It doesn't matter that it's true. It's just a thought, okay? So I don't have enough money to buy food, get our own place, etc. isn't helpful. What do you have? You have a place to live, right? Even though I don't have, Carly, it's the same as like when we coach on business, right? So it's like, even though I don't have enough money to buy food, get our own place, I still, what? I'm still gonna survive. I'm still gonna be okay. I'm gonna figure out a way to get by. I'm, we're still safe in this moment. Bridge thought. Yeah, there you go. You just got to get going the right way because what happens, you're like, but this thought is true. But if you keep thinking, I don't have enough money to buy food or get our own place, what happens? You do this model, right? So you put that thought in here. How do you feel when you think that? Probably anxious. That sounds very stressful. That sounds very overwhelming. When you feel stressed out and overwhelmed, what are you doing and what are you not doing and what result do you create? 
you just end up creating more evidence for this thought. Your T-line always ends up in your R-line. I promise. It's so fucked up when you start writing these out. It will, like, really mess with you a little bit. <laughs> Dots are neutral. I have it written everywhere. It's like lots of things are true, right? It's like I could think about, like, I don't know. Like, I always use that example of crashing in my car, right? It's like, I could get in a head-on collision and die when I'm driving in my car. That's true. That could happen. I could even tell you data. I could even be like, look, like, like so many percentage of people die every year in car accidents. It happens all the time. It's definitely true. And it's like, right, but is that helpful for me to think about every time I drive in my car? Is it necessary for me to think that every time I drive in my car? Just because something is true... You want to just be aware of like, right, but when I think I'm going to die in a head-on collision and people die every year in head-on collisions and I'm going to be in a horrible accident, what outcome does that create in my life? It creates the result of me literally not wanting to go anywhere, right? When I don't want that, is that like how I want to live my life, right? Is that how I want to show up? And if not, then I need to change that thought. So I just wanted to write that out because I think people think financial security comes from this C-line. It doesn't. It comes from your thoughts about your ability to make money, about your ability to survive, about your ability to create better situations for yourself. It, it, financial security really comes from your thoughts about you, not from the money in your bank account. And you can see this because there's a lot of wealthy people that are still scared of losing all their money. I know people that make way more money than me that make, you know, like half a million, a million dollars a year and are still terrified all the time that they're going to lose it all and they feel scarce all the time because that feeling of scarcity doesn't come from the money in your bank account. Now, I'm not diminishing poverty. You guys know, like, I'm the first fucking person to tell you being poor is not fair, right? And it's something like I wish no one had to experience. But if you are experiencing that, I promise you there are thoughts you can think that might not make it feel better, it might not make it feel easier, but there are thoughts you can think that will help you change your outcome. And that's why I'm talking about this. So don't use it against yourself. Don't like, I'm not saying, it, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying like being poor is like not your fault. But if that's your circumstance, you get to decide what you think about it and you get to decide the results that you create going forward. Yep. I got stuck in this cycle last night staring at my computer not working because I was so stressed out. Yeah, because you were doing this. We're like, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. We're very scarce. It's very stressful. It's a lot. We're very anxious. And then we do the result of not working. And then we create more of this. More evidence. You create in your R-line. Your R-line is always just going to be evidence for whatever you're thinking in your T-line. It's so crazy. But if you write it out, if you start writing these out, you will see. Okay, I just wanted to write that out because we were coaching on that. You guys saw me coach some people where I was talking people through this. But I wanted to write it out so you guys could see exactly what I was like trying to kind of lead them through when I was talking to them. Does that make sense? I'm going to go through questions. If you guys have questions, put them in the chat. What type of thoughts were you thinking that brought forth the result of being a high earner and making an impact versus what you were thinking when you were working at UF or even before that? How did you figure out which thoughts needed to shift to get the result you wanted? Peyton, I'm going to show you exactly how to do this. Here, we'll do another one. So you can do these backwards. I do these backwards all the time and it's really fun. So you go result line, you start with your result line. Peyton, what's the result that you're wanting? You guys tell me what's something you would like in your result line. So I do these all the time with a million dollar business. I put million dollar business in the R line. You can put anything you want in the R line, isn't that fun? You create results all the same way. 
you can use this for anything. Better relationship, more money, health, weight loss, whatever. Doesn't matter. You put anything you want in the R line. Mine that I write all the time is million dollar business. Okay? Then we go up. You do a big brain dump in your A line. You do a big brain dump. It's all of the things you need to do and all of the things you need to stop doing. <laughs> so, and you put all of that in your A line. So, the model you want to be really tight. It's like short, concise, factual circumstance, one thought, a one word feeling, and then you go to party town in the A line. You put all of the actions you can think of of what you would need to do. Yeah, so Payton, you would put double your income here. What do you need, what actions do you need to do and not do to double your income? So you need, what are you selling? Figure out what you're selling and how many you need to sell to double your income. Oh, doing this backwards, I dig this. Yeah, you can put anything you want on the R line. So I'm just going to make these up, Payton, but you tell me to double your income, what do you need to do and not do? All of you guys can do this. So the actions we're going to do to double your income, well, you can sell twice as many things, right? So we need to double sales. You can also raise your price. You guys raise your price. You know, you don't even have to make more sales to make more money. Fun, huh? <laughs> you just have to do the work to be able to raise your price and like be energetically aligned. So you can double your sales. You can sell more things. You can raise your price. You can sell more often. So for me, it would be do more launches. What else would you need to do to double your income? We could double our email list by leveraging social media. So we'll just put 2x email list. And then a lot of it is like, a lot of it too for like, who would you need to be? The person that's gonna double their income, what are they gonna tell you to stop doing, right? So it's like, if I already had this outcome, what would I be doing and what would I not be doing? You put all of that in your action line. Go to party town. We write all of that out. And then we go up to our F line. And we go, what feeling do we need to feel to be able to do all of these actions that we put down. So you're gonna look at all your actions you put down and you're like, what feeling would I need to feel? Spoiler alert, none of you guys are gonna put stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, all of that shit. That's not gonna go in these models, these intentional models, right? What feeling do you, you get to pick too. That's the fun part. You get to pick what feeling you put in there. What feeling you wanna practice feeling. So what feeling do we want? I, I like, in my F line, I like to put the energy of commitment. You guys know I'm a big fan of the feeling of commitment. That The, the feeling of commitment has made me a lot of money, <laughs> right? And, and that's like pretty easy for me to access. So that's usually what goes in my feeling line. Commitment, right? And then we go up to our thought line. What do we need to think to feel committed? So this is the question, Peyton, you were asking me, you're like, how do I figure out what to put in my T-line to create this? This is how you go backwards. Does that make sense? It like literally will show you exactly what you need to do. Yeah, you got it. Putting myself out there, sharing more to build more of an audience, help more people, outsourcing. Yeah, all the things you mentioned. There you go. So you would put all of that in your A-line. How do you need to feel? How do you need to feel in your body, one word feeling, to take all of those actions? And then what thought can you think that will create this feeling, right? So one of the thoughts I use for my million dollar business is um, I'm just not going to stop until I make seven figures. That's a thought that I go to a lot. And that makes me feel committed when I think that. I did a whole rant. I did a whole rant in the other Facebook group about 
about alignment, this is what I think alignment is. I think it's deciding the result. I think alignment is when your thoughts, feelings, and actions are all lined up with your result. Do you guys see how if I'm in this model and I stay, and then it's not just, this is the trick. It's not just going into the model one time, but if I can, if I can practice thinking, I'm not going to stop until I make a million dollars. I feel committed. I'm doing my actions and I'm focused on the result I'm trying to create. Do you guys see if I do that over a long enough period of time, I will get this. You will get the R line. That's the game. This is the whole game. It's like, what model am I in? What model do I need to be in? You just keep doing that until you get this. And it's not instant. It's not how the universe works, right? It's not like I line my thoughts, feelings, actions up with the result for one hour and I get the result. It doesn't work for one day. Usually this, you have to be in this model for a long time. And so what happens is like people make this into this whole dramatic thing, right? Where I could be like, I've been trying to make a million dollars for a year and it's not even working. The business is even growing. And blah, blah, blah. I could go into all that drama. But my thoughts about it are always like, I haven't made a million dollars yet because I haven't been in this model long enough. I haven't been aligned. My thoughts, feelings, actions haven't been lined up with this result that I want for long enough. I need to do it for longer. A lot of times what people do is they're like, it's not working. Let me change my business strategy. Let me like try and pivot and let me do all that. This is where like people just end up like driving all over the road with their business where they're always fucking doing different things. That's why I'm telling you guys like, it's really about constraint and focus and your brain is not going to like that. And then the whole game is like, if it's not working, the only reason it's not working is because you haven't been in this model long enough. Your thoughts, feelings, actions haven't been lined up with the result for enough time. That makes sense to you guys? That's it. That's all you need to do. I'm just trying to like present things as like simple as I can. That makes sense? Practicing better thoughts is so helpful. I'm trying to get back to it. Love this so much. I'm so glad, Darcy. Gonna feel powerful, bomb, ambitious. Yeah. So you put one of those, you gotta do one feeling, Rosara. You put one feeling in here, and then what thought are you gonna practice? If you're gonna, if you wanna feel powerful, what thought makes you feel that? And you can write out a bunch of different models, right? So I have a bunch of different ones that I write out all the time. I want my brain to see. But if you guys are like, if you're like, I don't, what thought, how do I figure out what thought to use to get the result? You literally just write it out and go backwards. And you can put anything you want here. Breakthrough. I need to be consistent in my model. I need to be committed to it. My business is like a relationship. If I, <laughs> if I threaten divorce every time something doesn't go perfectly, the relationship will never grow. Megan has the best analogies ever. Same with business. If I think about quitting every time something goes wrong, the business can't grow either. Right. And, and what happens, Megan, is like people are like, I'm not getting the R line. I'm not getting the result because I suck. Right? I'm not getting the R line because my product sucks, because this is never going to happen, because this is never going to work. And what I'm trying to program you guys to do is you just go, I haven't got the R line yet because I haven't been in the model long enough. That's it. Not because you're bad, not because you suck at it, not because... Of, and do you see how much drama you guys can avoid if you just do that? You don't even have to do any of the other work. I mean, you should do it, but I'm just saying. Like, if you just did that, if you were just like... Oh, I haven't gotten the result because I haven't had my thoughts, feelings, and actions lined up with the result long enough. It takes out all of this other drama of like, it's not working because I suck and it's not working because it's never going to work and it's not working because of blah, 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 blah. Um, and Peyton, as far as like my personal experience, so you were asking about, I did a ton of work and I'm pretty sure you have the 
um, the academy, which is my big course I did. I made the academy when I was making the transition into like, I made the transition quickly between six figures and multiple six figures, which is a huge jump for someone that's never made any money, right? Or made a lot. I mean, I made some money, but not like that, right? And so I had all of this stuff come up. And as when I was making the academy, I had done a ton of mindset work about it being safe to receive money, you know, and my whole thing is always about I want I want my life to be impactful. Like that's always what I've been after personally. Like that's just like what has always interested me, right? Like I did a lot of service work when I was younger and I've always wanted to help people and I just always have wanted to have an impactful life. And I really linked up money to having a life of impact where I I started to realize like if I was wealthy, I could have more impact, right? I could hire people to work for me. I could um, donate money. I could help people financially. I could do all these things that I couldn't do if I was poor. And that kind of helped me line my thoughts, feelings, and actions up with the result of making money. And then the other thing was like, I went through this whole thing too. I've, I've coached myself through a million models about income, about money scarcity, because I still will feel like I'm going to lose everything, right? So there's this thing that happens in, in business where it's like, and I, and it's not just me, it's happened to like a bunch of other people I know too, where you're like working on your business and you're like, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if it never works? What if it never works? And then it works and you're like, what if it all goes away? So it just, it just switches to like a different type of anxiety. But, but I found like the more money I made, the anxiety never went away, which really fucking blew my mind. Because I can tell you right now, I would not have believed someone if they had done that model. I would have been like, yeah, but if I had $10,000 a month, like I would fucking feel not anxious anymore about money. And it really blew my mind to realize that I felt literally the exact same when I started making more money. I felt just as scared and just as scarce and just as anxious as I had about money my entire life. I brought all of my shitty thoughts from poverty into my new reality, which also I hope is an example to you guys that you don't have to have all of your thoughts perfect to get the outcome, right? So I still had and still have thoughts in my brain from growing up in poverty. Like there's still stuff in there rattling around and I get to have them and I get to pick new thoughts and I get to still make a lot of money. I don't have to be perfect. So one of my mentors always says, she's like, you can make a million dollars with a, with a half managed brain. She's like, your brain doesn't, it doesn't, it's never going to be like a hundred percent. And so I don't want you guys to use, I'm always like, don't use the work against yourself where you're like, I'm having a a thought about scarcity and that means I'm not going to make any money because that makes it all so much more loaded. It makes it feel terrible, right? I coached someone on this like a couple weeks ago. Do you guys remember where it was just like, I'm thinking scarce thoughts about money and I'm never going to be able to make any money. And it's like, just let me be an example of that for you guys. Like I've had a lot of scarcity thoughts and I still have a lot of scarcity thoughts and I work on them all the time. And I spend a lot of time being intentional about what I want to think about money. You know, I spend more and more in time in this model, but I still have those thoughts and I still make a lot of money and I'm still going to make a million dollars. So it doesn't have to be like a hundred percent. Like that's what I'm saying is like, you guys can get a lot done with a little bit of awareness around this stuff. Yeah. My goal was to pay for groceries with my business for so long. Megan, I remember when your goal was to pay for the mastermind. (laughs) 
anybody else remember that? Megan joined and she was just like, she came to a call and she was like, listen, like I need you to help me make the money because I don't want to quit, but I don't have the money to pay like next month or whatever it was. And she was like, I'm not going to be able to stay in the mastermind next quarter. I need to make the money to pay for the mastermind. <laughs> and now it's like, you're definitely going to be able to afford to stay in the mastermind for as long as you want. <laughs> Makes sense. Peyton, do you need anything else about that? I'm happy to talk about anything else you guys have about money, about thoughts, about scarcity. Just let me know if you need anything else about that. Yeah, just through practice and finding expanders. Yeah, I did a lot of finding expanders too, so I like that you said that. Expanders is um, a term I learned from Lacey Phillips. That's her, her work and her term. But she talks about expanders as people that expand your subconscious about what's possible. And so because I grew up poor, when you grow up poor, you're just around other poor people, right? So I was never around successful business people. I didn't even really, I think, ever even think like having a business could be an option. I just, I never saw anybody do that. And so I spent a lot of time and I still spend a lot of time being around people that expand my brain as far as like what's possible, as far as like... um like I joined that mastermind, one of the reasons I joined the high level mastermind that I did was I wanna be around people making millions of dollars. Cause I've never been around people making millions of dollars. I need, my brain needs to see other people doing it to normalize it so I can start believing at a higher level that this is possible, that the million dollar business is possible. Yep, confident. T-line would be my work gets results and changes lives. I have all the answers when people, yes, exactly. So you know, you have the thoughts to practice. So you're asking, you're asking me about my thoughts to borrow my thoughts, but what's more helpful for you guys is about, cause if you do this, then you know exactly what you want to create, exactly what result, exactly what actions. And then I'm always like your thought and feeling combo are like the, the fuel for your actions. So it's like, what do we want to fuel our actions with? Yep, and that'll get you there. And you, and you can do this with anything, like I'm saying. Like, I did a whole, like, year and a half of coaching like this where it was, like, the R-line was the relationship I wanted with my mom. <laughs> and it was just, like, and it was just, like, working backwards, right? And then it was, like, working forwards of, like, what do I think about, what do I think about her right now? And, like, what is that creating? And what do I want to create? And what do I need to create? I just kept writing it out, and it uh, made a big difference, so... I'm all, you know, that really made me a believer, that experience, because I was like, you know, because I had used this to make money, and I understood it worked for money, and I was coaching and teaching on it just in my line of questioning, but I wasn't writing it out and teaching it the way I am now, but healing that relationship with my mom, I was like, if I can do that, like, I really fucking can't put anything in the R line. <laughs> You know what I mean? So for me, being able to do it with money and being able to do it with that, it really blew my mind. And I'm telling you, it works. Okay. Let me know if you guys need anything else about that. That was really fun. Thanks for asking that question, Peyton. I like thank you about that. Um, this is an anonymous question. You guys can put anonymous questions in here if you want. Just in the name, just write anonymous. I mean, you don't have to. It doesn't matter. But I, other people have the, the same question. Trust me. So tips for dealing with angry accusatory comments from subscribers. I'll be honest with you, I uh, don't deal with them. <laughs> so this is how I deal with them. If, you know, it's different. If there's like real criticism or something I really need to look at that was like from like Megan or Peyton or someone that's been in the community a long time and they're like, hey, like, you know, I had a conversation 
with someone in the community last year where she was like, you said like this and this, and it, I just wanted you to, to know, like it, it really hurt my feelings because of this and this. And I had a conversation with her and I, you know, I took responsibility for that. And I was like, you know, that is not what I meant, but I totally see, you know, how I should not have said that. And I apologized to her and she accepted the apology. I'm willing to have conversations like that. What I'm not willing to do and tolerate is people being an asshole to me. <laughs> Because she wasn't being an asshole to me. She was still being, like, respectful. She was just telling me how she felt. And it, it's easy, to, you know, to feel defensive when someone says something like that, especially, like, one of my students. She's, like, a long-term client of mine. Like, I never want to make anybody feel feel bad or say anything inappropriate. But, you know, we make mistakes as human beings. And, unfortunately, like, this profession means we're going to make them public. It means I'm going to make them on camera in front of everybody. <laughs> That's just like part of the job, right? And I'm willing to be accountable. I'm willing to take responsibility. I'm willing to look at how I think about things and say things and, and whatever. I'm always willing to do that. What I'm not willing to do is allow people to be an asshole to me. And you guys know the difference, right? You guys are smart. I know you know the difference. You do not have to let anybody be an asshole to you. So this is how I, if someone was being angry and accusatory to me, this is what I would do. First of all, if they are in the community, we refund them from anything they've bought from me. And I'll tell you guys, one of the best things about having money is one of the, my favorite things about making more money is that I don't have to deal with anybody I don't like. And I really don't have to do very many things I don't want to do, to be honest with you. And so if somebody is mad or being a jerk or whatever, which I think has only happened... I can only think of two times, you know, in the last few years or whatever, where this has happened. I said, um, you know, I'm sorry you feel like that. I, well, I told Rebecca to do it because she deals with them. But if it were me, I would just be like, I'm sorry you feel like that. I gave you a full refund and I hope things work out for you. That's it. So if they've bought from me, we will just give them their money back. And that's a really fun thing about making a lot of money is like you don't have to fucking make anybody happy for money you only get to work if you make more enough money you only get have to work with the people you want so if someone's not acting right in the mastermind or in my community like you don't get to be here period like that's it like i only let people in here that i want in here if you act foolish or you act rude to me or anybody we will give you your money back and i will like see sayonara and i feel absolutely no guilt or, or bad about that which almost never happens like I'm saying, I can think of one time it happened in the mastermind and one time it happened with a different offer. And then if it's not somebody that's bought anything, I just block them. I literally don't respond. You don't owe people a response. If someone is just coming at you and being angry and accusing you, people used to do this to me constantly with mental health about like that I was exploiting people with depression and I was like um, evil and selfish and all this stuff, right? Um, I don't respond to that. You don't have to respond to that. This like blew my mind when someone told me this, so I hope it helps you guys. But um, one of my mentors, when I was blogging, she was like, yeah, you, she's like, don't, you don't owe anybody your energy. Like they're not paying you. They're being rude to you. They're making you be like, the things you're saying are like hurting your feelings and making you feel bad. Like you don't owe them any energy. So you can just literally block them if it's on social, if someone makes a rude comment on your guys' social media, you do not have to respond to that. You can block them. You don't have to say anything back to them, right? And if it's people that have given you money, I would just fucking, I'm always like, I don't want your money. 
Like, I don't. I'm like, I don't want your money. I don't want it. Well, I also believe a lot in energetics, right? So I'm like, I don't want to be financially connected to this person. So it's not even for them to give their money back. It's for me because I'm like, I want to be clear of that person's energy. I don't want to be um, energetically tied to someone like that. So that's just my personal, the way we deal with it. We just give them their money back and tell them to leave and we block them on everything. Yeah, someone emailed me last week and called me a scammer. Yeah, they're going to do that. That's just <laughs> people do that. I don't know why, but they do. Um, I just deleted it and moved on, but that stuff used to really bother me too. Yeah, it's okay that it is okay if you bother if it bothers you, right? And you can feel, you guys can like I'm always saying like it's safe to feel negative emotions. So if you guys feel bummed out or sad or however you feel, that's fine. It's just a feeling, right? And then from there you can decide what you want to think about it, right? You get to put whatever you want in the T line. So the circumstance would be. You know, email said whatever they, the actual words they said would be in your circumstance line. And then you can do your unintentional model and be like, what am I thinking that's making me feel this way? But remember, the feeling always comes from your thought, which is fine. Sometimes when people are mean, I want to think like, you're an asshole. <laughs> I don't want to change my thoughts about that. <laughs> you guys don't always have to change everything around. Like, sometimes it's good to just have awareness, right? But you can always decide what you want to think about that. I think like you must have a really hard life if you're going to act like that and you don't get to be in my space. So it's both things. And I hope like, I hope that I can be an example for that t for you guys because I feel like I love you guys so much and I love the community so much. You just are not, I don't think you're going to find a coach that like cares more about what they're doing and the people and like all of this stuff than me. Like I just, I'm like obsessed with it. Like I just, it's all I think about, right? It's like my life's work and like what I really care about. And you can be compassionate and loving and I'm not to be fucked with, right? And like, I think it's both things. And I think I walk that line. That's, I think, a strength of mine in, like, managing this community is that I do walk that line where it's, like, I love you guys and I try to, like, really over-deliver. I'm really proud of the value we provide. And I don't need you guys to like me, to validate me. I don't need anybody to think or say anything to me. You know, I love when you guys leave nice comments, but I would still think my work is good. I would still think the mastermind was good, even if no one else said that, right? Like, I really believe in it that much. And so... I'll just offer that to you guys. You can be compassionate for people and understand like when people are angry and accusatory, they're having a bad time. Like no one having a great life is going around being like, Emily's a scammer. <laughs> like no one's doing that, right? So we can be compassionate for them and you don't have to let them fuck with you. You don't have to respond to them. You don't have to justify what you're doing. You don't have to explain to them. You don't have to make them see it differently. You can literally just let them think that and they can get away from you. And you do get to have boundaries on social media. You, people do not just get to follow your social media and say whatever. That's not how this is. Just like you wouldn't let someone just come up to your face and like say whatever the hell they want to you. Like hopefully you guys would not do that. You don't have to do that on social media either. So people think like just because you're on a public platform that people just get to say whatever. No, that is not how this goes, right? So I would block them, I would delete them, I would refund them, and I would get them the hell away from me. And if things need to be addressed publicly, like there's been times where I've gotten on camera and said to the community, 
because what I knew was happening was there was like rumbling around where this person was saying things to other people and there was like all this rumbling. And I just, I'm always like willing to like get on camera and say, like not like out that person, but say this is what's happening and this is why I'm responding the way that I am. I try to be really transparent with you guys about why we do the things we do. A few people said some crappy things on TikTok the other day and I decided it didn't need a response, which was a hard decision to make. I really wanted to sit there and justify what I had said. Yeah, that's what, that's my tactic, honestly, Taylor. Like, I just don't think it's worth it. Like, they're going to think what they're going to think. And I'm always like, my job is just like, not for people to like me. Right. And like, I've always kind of been, my personality in life has just always kind of been polarizing. Like there's a lot of people that really love me and care about me and are close to me. And there's just a lot of people that don't like me. I don't know why. I think it's just because I'm a woman and I'm loud and I'm opinionated and I, I'm the exact same on camera as I am in real life. Like I just like say whatever the hell, you know, I just, whatever comes out of my brain goes, comes right out of my mouth all the time. Right. And that people, some people don't like that. And I just, have made a lot of peace with that where I'm like I'm like some people will like me and and everybody else can not like me and that's okay I'm just like it's fine with me and like I love that you guys are here I think it's awesome right and there's a lot of people on the internet that don't like me that think I fucking talk about money too much and I swear too much and I shouldn't talk about God and I don't know what I'm talking about and like manifestation is weird and I'm scamming people and the mindset stuff doesn't work and like whatever and they can think that I don't need I don't need them to think different, right? And so when we're responding to these comments trying to say, well, this is like, you know, I'm gonna try and like make you see why what I said is good or why I'm good. It's like, you know, you don't need them to like you, Taylor. Like you guys don't need people to like you. There will be people that like you how you are that you don't need to justify. And I'm always like, I'm always talking to like my best people, my best, most favorite people, right? And like my best clients see my heart and like know what I'm about and feel my energy. And even if I say something fucking stupid on the live stream, which I feel like I probably do every time I go on live, right? Cause I'm just like talking about who knows what all the time. I don't have to worry about it because my best clients that I wanna be around, that I want to buy from me, that I wanna hang out with, that I wanna coach on Zoom, you guys, right? And and my other clients, you know, they, they know what I'm about and they're not gonna take something stupid I said and like get mad about it and like throw it in my face you know what I mean so you always talk to your best people you don't want to be selling to people so what I'm always saying is like you don't want to be selling to people that don't want what you want and need a lot of convincing and need you to tell them why you're good and explain to them why your product is good like those are never the people that I'm selling to like I'm selling to the people that are like hell yeah I'm ready. Let's do it. I want to take responsibility for me. I want to show up to the community in an amazing way. I'm going to make, I'm always like, leave the mastermind better than you found it. Right? Like, and so many of you guys do like you guys do, you make it an amazing, incredible place. And like, I don't ask you to do that, but you guys are like co-working and doing Tyra's been doing like co-journaling sessions. It's so awesome. Right. And those are the people that I want to talk to and worry about. Not the people because the other people are just going to whine and be a pain in the butt. Yeah. And it's okay to have hurt feelings. It's just a feeling. It doesn't, if somebody says something and it hurts your guys' feelings, like that's not a problem either because negative feelings aren't a problem. 
and you can have compassion for yourself and be like this person said something to you and it's triggering all this other stuff all these other times we were rejected in our life or whatever bad happened and i love me and i've got me and i'm okay and you can always ground yourself in safety and it's okay if people say things that hurt your guys's feelings it's just a feeling emotions are safe for you that's it the worst that happens is someone says words you have a thought about it you feel a feeling in your body that's it that's all there ever is all right you guys i'm gonna sign off of here i'm going to the beach i'm excited if you're in empire i'll see you on the call tonight and the rest of you i will see on tuesday and then come to my free training thursday and i will see you guys later i hope you guys have a great rest of your week